five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> and it podcast. It is back. The Premier League's back. We're back. Barry, how are you doing? I'm doing back. Very backy. Very back. So, if you are new to the Energize podcast, welcome. And if you are a returning Energize listener, welcome back. So, here we go. Premier League's back, Barry. What is on today's show? On today's show, we're going to be discussing the Premier League. It's back. Um, needless to say, I'm not the only person that, that is very happy it's back. Um, before we actually go into everything, uh, it was my birthday over the weekend and we went out on the Friday to watch Manu win against Leicester and uh, that was a great birthday present and uh, if you saw my shirt, it wasn't as good as Ross's but Ross got me that shirt, so thank you. Yeah, I didn't want to get him too outrageous with shirts because like, I'm the outrageous shirt guy. You see, I wanted to wear Ross's shirt but like he wouldn't swap, very yeah. very real man. Yeah, I want to steal the limelight man, it's about me. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to be talking about the Premier League um, We're also going to be discussing the situation with Paul Pogba Because this thing does not seem to be going away And uh, we're going to discuss the fixtures over the weekend And as always, the fixtures coming up next week The super quick fire round We're excited for it So we're going to kick off with the Premier League transfer window Which is actually closed for the first time in I don't know how many years Maybe even ever The Premier League window Close before the first game of the season. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you, Barry. I didn't know this was happening until about two weeks before the first game of the season. Yeah, I also thought that was gonna like just put an end to stuff like Hazard leaving or Pogba leaving, but uh, it closed in the ninth. And why do you think it was only the Premier League that had to suffer with this? Because I would use the word suffer. I can agree that it's actually not a terrible idea that the transfer window closed before the first game of the season. But all of Europe has to do the same thing. Yeah. The Premier League are leaving themselves open for the other top European clubs to come in, pick off their talent, and then they have no one, no time to replace them. Yeah. They're like sitting ducks, really, aren't they? Cause they really are. They're like, they're like uh, carcasses and then the, what are the things that fly around? What, the flies? No, no, no. They're like big birds. Don't you know they like go oh, squawk? I, I, I know the ones, the, the kid on the te- de- <laughs> dead prey. I, I, I can't even think. They're hawks or whatever they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, like, it, it's also giving the players more power now, ever. Vultures. The, yeah, vultures. The vultures. The vultures. And I, I was talking now, and some like Eden Hazard or Paul Pogba, if they're unhappy, they have so much power for the last 20 days to force a massive transfer. Who who was the person to agree with for this? Because in a World Cup year, um, couldn't have been a worse decision. Yeah, because all the players are jet lagged. They're coming back to their club slower. They're not starting the first game of the season. Missing preseason. Miss, missing preseason. Sure, Thibaut Courtois just went off to Madrid until they let him sign the contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Very old and wingy driving out to QPR and then not getting the transfer. Yeah, it was it was madness the transfer window, but also it left clubs like. Manchester United without the signs they were looking for you know what I mean they yeah. would, they were letting themselves be pressured into spending overpaying the price for someone to get someone new yeah well that's the good uh, like obviously as a United supporter but this as you know we aren't that biased very not biased but um because I've only got one man United player in my fantasy football team but we'll get on to that but uh I'm actually happy the way we didn't go and spend like 65 million on Harry Maguire who has only played one year of Premier League football. Uh, but like I was really, really disappointed we didn't 
get Toby Alderweireld. I felt like he was there to be taken. Um, who else? There was we were linked to like your man Mina, who had a decent World Cup, but didn't really set the World Cup alight. Went to Everton. Went to Everton, and then we were also linked with, uh, Boateng. But I know he's twenty nine. Loads of experience. Previously played with City, but uh, if he's injured, there's no point of getting someone in who's just going to be taking up the the injury. Room. Yeah, the treatment table. The treatment table, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, whoever has sorted this out, this was not a good decision. And this, especially not this year, anyway. Yeah. There should be just a blanket rule for everyone. Mm. Uh, I don't think it was a good idea. Um, some clubs went in and got the business done early. Um, Liverpool were fantastic in the transfer window. Yeah. Got the goalkeeper in the need, Allison. Uh, it was actually interesting to see Carius uh, came on there during the week of the last pre-season, pre-season friendly, he actually got a standing ovation from the crowd. So that was nice to think that he's like actually not yeah. the most hated man in Liverpool. Uh, we should definitely stick with Liverpool for a few minutes because uh, mm. I have to say that they were so impressive over this transfer window. It was absolutely ridiculous because losing the Champions League final, um, looking like the only team that can really take City on head-to-head and then coming out with some serious, serious signings and then even winning over the weekend... They're going to be very hard to keep mm. on top of. Uh, I found out that Firmino, Mane and Salah scored over 90 goals together last season. I'm not surprised. They're definitely the best front three in English football. Yeah. Um, See, look, we're not biased at all. You know no, me? and you know what? I, I think in a bold prediction for me, I think Mane is going to push Salah to be the top goal scorer this season. I think... Salah's probably a better finisher, but I think Mane actually gets more scoring opportunities. Yeah. And his, his pace is almost that much better than uh, Salah's as well. Uh, I just look at Naby Keita, it was an excellent sign midfield. Fabinho's a player who Manchester United were linked for for about four years, and like he's always been highly touted. Yeah. Got, got him in. Van Dijk's going to be there at centre-half for the full season. Uh, yeah. Lovren got to the World Cup final. He's looking good. Trent Alexander-Arnold, Robertson are great, looking great at wing-backs. They don't really seem to have a weakness in their team at the moment. Their squad seems to be a lot better. Because one thing I did realise is when they got to the Champions League final, that one player injured, and the next thing you know, that Liverpool team doesn't look that great. True, yeah. True, and now yeah. like, they brought Shaqiri in as well. An absolute bargain for 13 yeah. million. Sturridge coming back scoring as well. Yeah, I was actually about to say that to you. I couldn't believe when Sturridge scored, I was like, I was actually happy for him. I was like, yeah. there you have it. Like, thing, there, yeah. he's, he's been given a chance to come back and be part of the squad because yeah. I feel like he's a good enough footballer that he could come on for Firmino and do Firmino's job. Yeah, no, definitely 100% agree. Um, I think like as we've gotten older now that I've hit the ripe age of 28, um, I love watching football more that when the teams are playing that that well. Like mm. obviously, Man City play amazing football, Liverpool play amazing football, Spurs can be very good. Uh but you can't ignore that talent. No, that's, that's no, it, isn't it? No. Uh, when but, someone's that good, you just have to accept that they're that good. Like, yeah. I remember watching Ireland lose six one to Germany, and I got to the stage where I was just like, "Geez, that German team's brilliant, isn't it?" Yeah, you know what I mean? I was, yeah. just, I, was I, 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 I wasn't watching Ireland lose six one. I was watching Germany put on like an absolute masterclass, and that's what happens sometimes. Yeah, no, but uh, Liverpool got off to a great start. Mm. Uh, they got all their business done early. Allison, an amazing signing. He was only the most expensive goalkeeper for like a couple of weeks. Yeah. Until Chelsea came in and signed uh, their Kepa. Kepa, who I'd actually never heard of for like seventy one million, which is uh crazy money, but like that's the that's the game they're playing. 
But that's almost Allison's fault, isn't it? Well, not Allison's fault per se, but it's almost like Liverpool's fault that they spent that much money on him that they were actually like, uh, we think he's better than him, so we want more money. Yeah. To be paying seventy million for a player who's never been capped by their country is frightening him. Yeah. He was also third choice behind Pepe Reina as well, which I found a bit strange, but he's obviously very young as well. But uh Liverpool look great, man, and uh Yeah, especially beating West Ham after West Ham's went heavy in on the transfer window. They got Yarmolenko in, they got um Felipe Anderson in, they got Jack Wilshire in. I know he was on free now, but like they, they got some very good players into the squad. Uh, oh, and they got Fabianski in, who was actually still very good in the game, despite the fact that I lost 4 0. And they were still just absolutely turned over. Yeah. Then, um, who else actually impressed you during the transfer window? Bar Spurs. Spurs, first team, I think, ever since 2003 to bring no one up in in the transfer window. That's that new stadium life. That was a, I think that was also a terrible idea, because if you look how good Man City even were last mm. year. They invested with Mares coming into the team as well. You know what I mean? I think that was one of the big problems United have back in 99 when we won the treble. Mm. It was sort of like, right, we're the best. You have to catch us. But like, you should always be reinvesting and then churning out more talent and yeah. making things more competitive. And I know Spurs were like, right, if we don't waste money, then therefore we can use that at a further date and pay off the stadium. But yeah. still... I felt like they needed a centre midfielder to come in. Like, a better centre midfielder than they have. Like... I think like Dembele, Dyer, they're fine, but I feel like they need someone who's that next step above in that midfield to be like on the next phase. Yeah. Did you even see the way Vidal, who we've obviously thought has been amazing over the Mm. last five, six, if not seven years, he went to Barcelona for a fairly cheap price, but he could have been a great leader there for Spurs because Dyer, he hasn't really kicked on to the next level the way Deli Ali sort of has or even Harry Kane has. Whereas Vidal is a proven winner and that would have mm. been a great addition to that squad. A bit, bit of bite in midfield as yeah. well. Um, or even Nangolin. Yeah. Know? Like someone in there that they could have they could have spent 30 or 40 million on someone. And like if if they won something. See they haven't won anything as well. Yeah. In over I think 27 years. So therefore you can't have like not won something in 27 years and buy no one. And the thing is obviously the press are going to like emphasise that is like such a big deal because mm. if you keep hearing something about yourself about yourself about yourself you're going to just only think about that you know what I mean and not only that but when you have a manager who's so highly touted as Pochettino and has been linked to like the top jobs in the world like Real Madrid you give him no money in the transfer window he's not going to be happy with that I know he's going to want to bring someone in but someone who did do very good business was Everton yeah Everton I think in the ploy of the transfer window was they saw Barcelona offered Yuri Mina and Andre Gomez and 45 million for Paul Pogba and they went they, will, they don't want those two. So we'll take them. Because yeah. clearly people who sit on the bench for Barcelona are better than the people who start for Everton. Well, yeah. give or take. You know what I mean? And they also got Richarlison in. They got Lucas Digne in the left-hand side. So they have like Barcelona left-back and centre-back in their side. You have Seamus Coleman still there. You have Yuri Mina. Sorry, you have like great uh, defensive unit. Pickford and goal. Yeah, I was just going to say uh, that. And then you have Andre Gomez in midfield. You have Richarlison, and then you have... I think Tucson's actually not too bad up front. Now, I think if I was really Everton, I probably would have bought a striker. I, I don't think he's the fellow who's going to score 30 league goals. No. But I could see him grabbing 18. Imagine they still had Lukaku. They, I know, yeah. It would be different gravy. This transfer window is after putting them up, challenging into the top mm. six, without a doubt. 
I feel like they bought someone else as well, and like, I can't actually think of who it was, but they definitely did good transfer business. Zoom on loan. Oh, Zoom on loan as well. Like, that's another great defender. Yeah, yeah. And then, not only that, like, they sort of got rid of, they got rid of Wayne Rooney's wages. Like, Rooney was doing, like, decent for Everton. I wouldn't say he was doing great. And they got rid of Davy Claston as well. The bottom in didn't work out for him. Got rid of him. Yeah. You know I mean? So, like, they also have Griffey Sigurdsson. If they can get him back on form as well, like, he's another top-of-the-range player. Yeah, I think they're also, they're also trying to get rid of Balassi maybe as well. I think so. He could still go to someone before the end of the transfer window. But they did great. And then the two promoted teams, Wolves and Fulham, yeah. both spend about £100 million. But uh, Fulham are officially the first ever team to come into the Premier League spending over a million pounds. A hundred million, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, a hundred million. <laughs> a million pounds. <laughs> spending over one million pounds. Yeah, spending... If someone wants to give us a million pounds, we'll take it though. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Fulham, they... Uh, they invested that cash, the Jacksonville Jaguar cash, yeah. with the mustache. If you haven't seen the owner, but uh, they they obviously lost in the first day of the season. But uh, it's a it's it's going to be a tough slug to get all these players in to start getting them going. They got your man Sari, Sari. Yeah, he was like linked to Arsenal and Chelsea. Uh, Jean Michel Sari yeah. from uh, Nice, I think it was, and they also spent thirty million on another Marseille midfielder. So they spent like. 55 million on two centre midfielders from France. And they got Shula as well. Yeah, they got Shirley. Um, Sessing Young. Sessing Young's out on the left. Tom Kearney's brilliant midfield. Like, I think it's, they're going to take, I'd say, about six or seven games to settle into the Premier League. And yeah. once they do, I think they'll play very, very good football. So do I. They also have Mitrovic. They got him back from Newcastle. Yeah. He's going to play up top. He he looks like a brand new player since leaving Newcastle, mm. come to London. And just, he got the perfect little season there just in the championship banging away the goals and then building up his confidence yeah and then now he had a couple of good shots there over the weekend and the keeper made a couple of good saves but what like they they, they look like they're a very young team as well mm. and there is a lot of inexperience but once they get that going they should do very well and not only that in on defensive qualities they also brought in timothy fosu mensa from united who had a great season last year at palace and they got alfie mawson in who had a great season last year at swansea so like they're great signings in by Fulham. Players with Premier League experience, they have like the perfect combination of young experience. So I think they will do very well this year. Yeah. I don't see them getting relegated. Do you think they'll do better or worse than Wolves, who also have bought a lot of Portuguese players? No, I think I think Wolves are going to be the best team coming up this year. They won the championship last year. Their team chemistry and their style of football is absolutely brilliant. Ruben Neves is going to play in centre midfield with Gio Matinho. Yeah. Uh, then Real Jimenez, who plays a front, he used to play for Benfica. Joto was actually bought by Atletico Madrid to replace Griezmann if he was ever going to leave. And then obviously Griezmann stayed. And now he's at Wolves. Um, just an absolutely incredible team. Rui Patricio in goal. You know what I mean? I just look at that Wolves team and go, absolute beautiful football did you at see, all times. Did you see what number Rui Patricio is? The goalkeeper? No. Take a guess. Take a guess. Take a guess two. what number he isn't. Well, he's not one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he number two? No, he's number 11. Oh, is he? Yeah. No, that's weird. Giggsy. <laughs> it is weird, isn't it? Yeah, but like I was like number, I was like if he was another single digit bar number one, that'd be even weirder. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. But yeah. uh, yeah, normally it's like it's like if you're not one, you're like twelve or thirteen, aren't you? Yeah. Do you remember Galas went to Arsenal? He was number ten playing centre back. Yeah, that was strange. But uh, yeah, Wolves bought well, and they they went toe to toe with Everton. They did, yeah, two all, two all, great game, some really good goals in as well. But um, if we're looking sort of like more at the top four teams. It, well it's almost turned into a top six because mm. everyone invested so well like if you're looking at okay obviously you won the league last year Man City investing in Mares that's just a lot of competition now uh, then if you're looking at Liverpool they're obviously heavily mm. investing now 
I, I think we both said last year that them going into the Champions League and not having a big enough squad would hinder them. Now, they went to the final and lost, mm. and obviously when Salah came off, they didn't have like a big enough player to come on and, and just... Yeah, there's no plan B. There was no plan B. But now, like getting those players in, Shakiri, Keita, uh, F- uh, Fabinho... Like, Alisson. Alisson, yeah, like, I mean... Although it's funny that they bought a goalkeeper that put seven goals by in two games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this well, doesn't uh, happen too often, but yeah, in fairness, he, he's good. They're after investing heavily. Mm. Uh, United, obviously, we only just got Fred mm. and Grant, who is now the third choice goalkeeper. Uh, what do you make of Fred there? He looked, he looked, he looked very sharp. If you ask me, in fairness, I think he does look very good. We also got Pereira back, which is like getting new signing as well. Yeah. Uh, so it's like we brought in two midfielders, and it's going to be Sanchez's first season as well, full season. So as much as United had a bad transfer window. Like, there's no ifs and buts about yeah. it. We had, in fact, we had such a bad transfer window. I think Manchester United announced Fred like two or three times on Twitter to pretend like we signed more players than yeah. we did. Yeah. Uh, we also got Diego Dello, who I've never seen kick a ball properly. So apparently he's brilliant. He's apparently a hybrid between Zinedine Zidane, Cristiano Ronaldo, Raul Van Nistelrooy, and Thierry Henry, but Gary Neville's brain. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah but like uh, I've just heard like multiple different reports that he's going to be brilliant but until I actually see him be brilliant I don't know yeah he's still um, injured as well at the moment yeah there you have it uh, look Mourinho didn't get the players he wants there was no qualms about it like he came out and told the press and apparently you know they're going to hire a director of football for the first time ever that they're just going to have someone who goes out and just does the transfers I'm surprised every top club doesn't doesn't have like an absolute wheeler dealer who gets the transfers done yeah, over the line. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, right. There's one thing I definitely want to talk about and most people want to hear about is the Jose Mourinho situation. Obviously, it's oh, it's well known now that himself and Pogba aren't best mates. Uh, somehow, I find that very strange to believe because why wouldn't they be? But uh, Pogba came out, captain over the weekend, scored the penalty after two minutes. And for That penalty, he took so long to score that. It was just like, Imagine he missed it. Yeah, but, uh, I was like, he has scored, doesn't he? Yeah, so what's the situation here now? Because it's third year for Mourinho now with United. Um, he's notorious for a third year syndrome. Uh, he's looks like a, a different man than he was at the be- when he just joined. Because when he joined, he was really happy and smiling, cracking jokes. But now he sort of like he looks very the opposite. And uh, what do you think is going to happen? Because is, do you think Mourinho is going to last a full season or? What do you think is going to happen? Because Pogba came out saying that if he said what he really wanted to say, he'd be fired from Manu. Because I think that the board are like, right, Pogba may not be the biggest star at United, but he's the most commercial player. So what would you do? Would you let rid of let go of Pogba or would you let go of Mourinho? Because I know what I'd do. To be honest, I think there's room for the two of them to get on. I, I don't think like their relationship is as bad as people think it out to be. I don't think it's completely dead and buried. I think... No, Pogba, I agree with that. Agree Pog, with that. Pogba, I think, is a bit of a free spirit. He wants to get on the ball. He wants to be creative. He wants to do his thing. And then Mourinho is like a tactical, structural genius. Like He's all about the structure of the squad. And he's like, everyone has to do the job that he has given, given him out to do and then win the game. It might not look pretty, but you get the results. And like so many, so many people, I've had so many people come to me and be like, Oh yeah, you know you play crap football. You know you play football. But like as long as your team wins each week, no matter what you say, like that's all you actually want. The best yeah, answer. I mean? The best answer is to win. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Now, like, like I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Obviously, watching some of the football and it could be way better and yeah. it should be with the, those type of players. You swear we were Southampton or something. You know what I mean, yeah. at times. But, but 
I, I think Mourinho is very good at giving players a second chance as well. Like, look at Lou Shaw. He played the first game of the season. He scored his first ever goal at United. Mourinho came out and praised him. You know what I mean? I think Mourinho's almost... He does, he does a strange thing. And he's like a master of mental warfare. Almost that. He's almost like... Same bad things about them. To challenge them. He's almost challenging them to be better. Do you, way do you like say, him doing that? Do you think that's the right I, way to go about things? I can see where he's come from. Sometimes I think... Maybe not so much publicly he should do it. And like I don't think he should be saying it to the press about his players. It's almost as if like... You're slating your mate who's in the other room. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. sometimes I see it that way. Yeah. Uh, but the way I look at it is, look, he seems to be getting the best out of Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw had a very good game there against Leicester City. He did. I'd like to see him start again. So would I. And yeah. I also looked at that United lineup at the back and went, that looks like a United defence that I can be like, right, they probably won't concede a goal. I know they did now, but like not till the 89th minute. And then I looked at midfield and you had Pereira, Pogba, Fred, and I was like, that looks like a good midfield. How energetic did that look? Yeah. And then you had. Rashford, Sanchez, and Mata. And I was like, right, if Lukaku was up top and it was either Rashford or Mata out in the wing, I'd be like, right, that's a very good team. I go, we could go up against any team in the Premier League and I wouldn't be scared. That's the thing. So, like, did we have a great transfer window? Absolutely not. No. Can Manchester United win the Premier League with the squad they have? They can't. Because they can go out and beat any team with their starting yeah. 11 any day of the week. Whether they will or not is another thing. But the squad is actually quite good. They're like quite well in depth. Their only issue would be if Lukaku got a long-term injury. True, yeah. Although then like someone like Martial or Rashford would have to step up. Uh, did you see that they took the number five off Rojo and gave him Carrick's number 16? Yeah. So the number five is now vacant. So you never know what could happen in December. But the thing is, that squad is certainly one of the best squads mm. in the world like you can't deny that and if Guardiola was in charge of that team I think he would win the league with that team yeah you know what I mean or even Klopp potentially anyway yeah but I mean th- oh, well, there's well, no like, major problems yeah, yeah. Like, really you know what I mean you don't walk in I and be like that defense I wouldn't be surprised to United bring in two players during January now I know Mourinho doesn't overly like actually bringing players in January but I wouldn't be Bar surprised Sanchez. I wouldn't be surprised well I, th- I think he turned and said Here, we can't turn down a player like that oh, when you good. have the opportunity to get him yeah, but well, I think in January United could go out and get the two players they were meant to get in the summer. Sure. I wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, Toby Alderweireld sign for Manchester United and someone else sign for Manchester United. And the way it's a top six in the Premier League, I almost think it's a four and a two. I think Cusper signed on this season and Arsenal are still a set point. Chelsea looked a bit more reinvigorated. I think it's City, Liverpool, United, Chelsea, and there's Spurs and Arsenal. Okay, that's the way I look at it. But um, what do you sort of? Expecting from United this year as well. I think I think it's going to be hard to really really understand because Martial is still linked to going away. Uh, this public situation won't leave until the end of August as well. Yeah. Uh, I think it was great the way he scored the penalty. He had a yeah. bit of an argument with Sanchez about taking the penalty, but I can't. Paul Pogba doesn't have to lift in the World Cup. Like yeah. I mean, give that chap. Yeah, and Sanchez wasn't even at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the way I look at it is, I think Pogba's going to stay. Yeah, if half money more out is, um, it's too late in the transfer window. I can't see United playing three months without Pogba in the squad, especially in Champions League as well. Yeah. And then on top of that, where do I think they'll finish? I'm not going to say they're going to finish first. I'm going to say they're going to finish second. Really, see, if I had to put, I wouldn't put money on United to win the league. But also, I, I'm not too sure whether they'll finish ahead of Liverpool or not. But I feel like they'll be close to the 19 points to the top of the league. That's yeah. the way I look at it. I think United are going to be within 10 points to the winners of the league. Whether that means they're 
second or third, I'm not too sure, but they'll definitely be in the top four. Yeah, and the thing is, if they need to win ugly, they will. Uh, another two teams I definitely want to cover are certainly, first of all, Arsenal and second of all, Chelsea, because they seem like the only other two mm. teams that we really need to cover out of the top six, yeah. seven, eight, whatever. But uh, who do you want to start off with first, Arsenal or Chelsea? I think we should start off with Chelsea, because first of all, they, they won. They looked impressive. That Jorginho and Kante midfield looks very, very good. Yeah. And their big key focal point is, can they hold on to Eden Hazard? He didn't start the weekend. He came on. Assisted. He assisted. I can see them keeping him just because, again, same with the Pogba situation. You know what I mean? It's one yeah. of those things where I don't see them being able to bring someone in. To, uh, well, like, I don't see them going playing for three months without him. Although, then again, they're in the Europa League, so they're not actually in the Champions League. So they could probably do just as well in yeah. the Europa League without Hazard. My only thing is, I don't know in the transfer window, I said it before the podcast, if he went to Real Madrid, could can Chelsea take someone on a swap deal? And can they get like maybe, maybe imagine they got like 60 million and Isco in. I could see that being okay for them. True, yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't know whether the transfer window allows for a swap deal still to take place or not. Yeah. See, the thing is, I think Chelsea missed out big time not getting a striker who can actually score goals. Mm. For instance, I know they have Giroud, World Cup winner, with mm. no shots in goal. He was on the bench over the weekend and then Morata was playing. Morata just doesn't seem like... Uh, he's he, not Premier League ready. He just, yeah, he's, do you know what, he's obviously not like young, young. He's mm. not like 18, 19. He's like 25, probably 26. Yeah. But he just doesn't seem like he has that attitude that like uh, Diego Costa had or a Lukaku or a uh, Drogba even had yeah. I feel like he's missing that and that's what I think is going to hinder them throughout the season yeah. you know what I mean especially having all these new midfielders coming in like Jorginho and then even Kovacic or like I mean Kante mm. I know he scored on the weekend but he's not going to score every week yeah I, I feel like that Chelsea midfield could look very good with those like that could be their midfield field three Kovacic Kante and Jorginho they're not a lot of height in there now but some serious like lads with the ball on the deck yeah. Um, well, you need you need a striker who's going to finish for you as well. Yeah, I think it, I think in come January, Chelsea will go into the window and they'll bring in someone to play up front. And yeah. I think Morata, by looking at him, he'll probably go back to Italy. Yeah. Um, he's actually unfortunate that AC Milan got Higuain because I think he would have been perfect for there. Uh, obviously Juventus have a Ronaldo, Inter Milan have a Cardi, like. There's actually not the top clubs are sort of gone unless you went to Napoli. Yeah, and as you just said as well, because they're in the Europa League, maybe they're going for like a top striker. Yeah, but like top strikers want to play Champions, Champions League. League. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, because they were linked with, very heavily linked with Lewandowski the whole time, and then he just went and scored a hat trick in the Super Cup for Bayern Munich. So he's not going anywhere. That would have been a perfect sign for them. Yeah, wouldn't it? Just right down the middle, just give him the ball and yeah. he will score. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, Yakubu yeah. feed the yak and he will score. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, and David Luiz back in the centre back looked a bit rough and ready there at centre back, but uh, time will go on and like they they have like Rudiger as well and yeah, they're uh, they're quite strong defensively. Yeah, yeah, like even Marcus Alonso still there. Like a lot Aspen of the yeah, a lot of the players are still there and they'll eventually grow. Let's see how the goalkeeper gets on as well. But uh, I think like out of the top six talk we've been talking about, I think uh, Arsenal we should definitely finish on. Yeah. Um, over the weekend they obviously lost to Man City, uh, which they always do. Which they always do, but uh, they had some. They, had a, they have a lot of new faces in the team. New manager. For obviously, hard first game for Arsenal, for any manager. Yeah. Um. For me, I first of all have to look at the team selection straight away from Unai Emery. Wasn't a good team selection, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, they had checking goals for start off. Wide boy Burton Leno and then put him on the bench. As captain as yeah. well, check. 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 I wouldn't have started check. Although he did make two really good saves. But his like, distribution is so poor these days. It's frightening. He's not 
a footballing goalkeeper. The, th- the thing is also about being a goalkeeper. I know keepers tend to go on to like 35, 36, 37. Mm. Like some people have made it to 40. Buffon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Buffon, yeah. But uh, the thing, I, I, was, I was sort of like, imagine he was like, oh, here, look, I'm not going to be as good as I have been. So I should leave. But the thing is then another team wouldn't be like, oh, come here then. So you sort yeah. of have to pretend you're still in the top of your game. No, I, th- I think Czech is living off reputation more so than actual standards. If if Czech was called, you know, Adrian for West Ham, he'd be out the door. Yeah. How, how um, long do you think it will be until like Leno gets into that squad? Cause... I, I think give it three or four weeks and Leno's... He, he's the future, you know what I mean? There's no point delaying True. the future. True. Uh, Bellerin had a good game right back. Uh, Socrates, he looked a bit slow, but he good positional play. Mustafi, I think they will work out well together. But then they play Maitland-Niles for the first 35 minutes at left-back. Uh, obviously, Sterling scored the goal. He was out of position, and they brought on Lichtensteiner. Probably should have started Lichtensteiner, yeah. veteran. Then they played some fella who you were letting me know played in the second division of France midfield. Yeah, like, 19 what, year old. what are you doing? Man City, first game of the season, like, why are you playing him? And then Jack was dreadful as well. And, and then they had Aubameyang up top with Ramsey, Ozil, and Mkhitaryan. I was like, here, look, you can't play City with Jacka and some 19 year old midfield and expect to keep the ball and get the ball moving yeah. around. That's why Man City are so lucky. They, they're they basically coming in with the same mm. team. And as I said to you, it looked like they hadn't stopped playing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Aguero still, like, keeping Gabriel mm. Jesus out of the team. Everyone, like, has to be playing at least an 8 out of 10 or else they're getting their position taken off them. Even Bernardo Silva coming yeah. in and whipping him with his left foot right to the top corner. Yeah. Beautiful goal. But it's just mountains of Like, Leroy Sané, young player of the year, on the bench. Yeah. Like, didn't go to the World Cup. Like, no fitness yeah. injuries or issues or anything like that. Just not in the squad. Yeah. And then it, you look at Arsenal and they have, like, Torreya, their new signing, who's supposed to be, like, their little terrier running around the pitch and just, like, on the bench. I'm sitting there going, on the bench? Are you messing? Are you messing? You're going to put some 19-year-old kid in there. Yeah. And you had some fellow who was playing World Cup quarterfinal, gave France one of the hardest games they had in the World Cup, one of the best players in the World Cup. And you're just like... And I'll play the 19-year-old League 2 French kid instead. Yeah. Uno Emery, yeah, like, I, I just don't get where he's going. And if he's looking to get the hits on Arsenal Fan TV, he's doing a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually noticed Arsenal Fan TV is back. I actually unsubscribed from it. Yeah. Just, like, it. It was only like sort of comical for like Wenger in, Wenger out. Yeah. It's, now it's a sort of like, right, now you have a new journey. Let's see what song you're going to sing yeah. now. Uh, so that sort of covers the top six, seven, eight. Yeah. But, uh, before before we move on, I think we should do in terms of the transfer window. Just a yes or no. Will Pog Pog Pogba leave? Uh no. Will it Eden Hazard leave? Oh, this this transfer window, yeah? Yeah. You see Real Madrid haven't made that amazing signing mm. yet. And the thing is Hazard looked like did you see the goal for Pedro? He just like spinned on the six pins, yeah. just darted forward. I think he might actually leave, yes. Okay. I, I, I would say personally I'd probably say no to both if I have to if going to my head I'd say no to both but if I was saying a likelihood of a Paul Pog transfer I'd say 90% chance he doesn't go 10% chance he does Aiden Hazard I'd probably say 60% chance yeah. he doesn't go 40% chance he does yeah. I, actually thinking about it now Courtois just left Chelsea yeah. to go there so I don't think Chelsea are going yeah, to be like get all Belgian players yeah, yeah. <laughs> Courtois like man it's brilliant here yeah Flaney are you coming <laughs> he was like I was playing golf in Gareth Bale's back garden yeah, yeah, yeah. Part 18. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, uh, okay, so I think we should go into... Who do you think is going to be the top goal scorer of the year? Um, 
This one's actually extremely hard this year, yeah. to be honest. Um, because I'm looking at it, and you look, you look at the top teams. It's obviously going to come from a top team. Um, a lot of people just said Mo Salah, but I don't actually see Salah being the top goal scorer this year. I think that Liverpool team looks like they're going to spread those goals around a bit more evenly this year. Um, if I had to pick someone, I'd almost say Sergio Aguero. Uh, I think he's going to start the most games up front for City. City are going to score an awful lot of goals. He's definitely the best striker in the league. So I'd say Aguero if I had to pick someone. And I don't think he's ever done it before either, has he? I don't think so. I feel like I feel like he's been like Close. second top goal scorer yeah. about six times now, but I don't yeah. think he's ever been the top goal scorer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I actually don't know. But uh I'm I'm just gonna go for Harry Kane. He takes like the penos, the freeze. He's the he's gonna play every game yeah. if possible. See that's the thing, it's so hard to make a prediction and then you have to wait thirty eight weeks. Uh then Okay, so also let us know who you think is going to be top goal scorer as well. Yeah. Uh, then, player of the year. Is Mo Salah going to retain it? Because he stopped starting electrically yet again. Very Mo Salah. I think this one's going to be a very hard one to protect. Because, again, yeah, Mo Salah looks brilliant. Liverpool look great. I'm trying to think, like, I'm looking at going, like, right, City are going to be at the top of the league. Yeah. United are going to be there thereabouts and Liverpool going to be there thereabouts so it has to be one of those three teams that's a bit like I don't want to just say Mo Salah because it's the easy way out so if I'm going to have to say someone I'm going to say Sadio Mane player of the year yeah new yeah. number 10 as well yeah I probably should have thought about this before I asked um, uh, I, don't, I don't know uh, you I'm have just, to say someone yeah no I'm just going to go Salah like I mean I, I, don't, I haven't seen what player has really pushed on? Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Maybe you could pick Eden Hazard, but he could be gone, and also that Europa League might wreck their season mm. as well. Although Kante could do it as well, because he's I incredible. I know, yeah, but I think I think people sort of really like Mo Salah, so they'd yeah. like to give it to him again. Yeah. You know. Also, you want to pick somebody who scores at least fifteen goals. Yeah, yeah, you want to back something like that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, top six, top six. What's the top six prediction? Right, City, United, Liverpool, Chelsea, top four in that order. Yeah. Spurs, Arsenal. Okay. I almost feel bad that I think Arsenal are going to look a lot better this year, but I don't think the results are going to be so much better that they finish in a better spot, if that makes sense. But they'll be not competing with seventh place, the they're, way I look at it. They're not in Europe, are they? No, I think they're in Europe League. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, they finished ahead of Burnley last year. I think City are going to win the league. I think that Liverpool are going to come second. Uh, then. I think I think United are just going to do better than Spurs. The thing is, who knows what's going to happen? Mourinho will he yeah. stay? Will he go? Like I mean, you can't blame you for yeah. thinking they're going to go ahead of Spurs. Mm. Uh, then I think Chelsea, then uh, Arsenal, Arsenal sixth. It's just still still think with Sarri in Chelsea or Spurs with Pip Chelsea. Yeah, no signings. Yeah. Because they they still have the flow of what they already have. No, no, no. It's fair enough. Yeah. I I just thought. Uh, yeah, I question it. Yeah, so you think that mm. City are going to win the league? I think City are going to win the yeah. league. Yeah. Then, oh, I think one other question is at the moment Jose Mourinho is favourite to be next manager sacked. Yeah. Who do you think will be the first manager sacked? Uh, Personally, if I had to pick, I'd say Mark Hughes and Southampton. I think Southampton looked dire still, and I think he was lucky to still be there come the end of the season. Maybe Warnock. Warnock actually seems like a great uh, sort of character. He was sort of like, oh, that fourth official was a great one because he was really funny. And, and then he said that uh, Frazier from Bournemouth was uh, 
the best player in the park. He's sort of really old school and doesn't really care what he says. It's sort of like a scene all yeah. that, but like it's in a nice way. Yeah, you know yeah I mean? no, no, hundred percent. He like if his team loses three 0 he goes that player on their team was brilliant, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, 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 you know what I mean. It's good. Like it's it's almost a bit refreshing. Yeah, but, it uh, is. Yeah, yeah. I think the only thing with Warwick is if Cardiff lost all thirty eight games, no manager is going to keep that squad up anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Speaking of <laughs> keeping teams up, yeah, who do you think is going to get relegated this year? Um, for me, I, I think I, I think it's sort of summed up where. It was the Huddersfield, Huddersfield team. I called like seven players out to you. And I was like, oh, I don't know who they are. And I just called it seven random names. And I was like, do you know who they are? And it was like, no. It was like, right, but that was since Huddersfield started 11 the first game of the season. So I think Huddersfield are definitely going down. Cardiff are going to finish rock bottom. Yeah. And then I think Brighton are going to go down as well. I think Brighton and Huddersfield was a miracle to set up last year looking at their squads. I'd agree. Um, I, I actually, Although I think Southampton could be rivaling them down there. I yeah. feel like they can't score a goal. If you can't score a goal, we can't stay up. They're after getting Danny Ings as well. Did you see that? Yeah, but like, they have Gabadini, Shane Long, Charlie Austin, and Danny Ings. And like, I think they're all in around the same. If that makes sense. No, they it, are. Seems, it doesn't seem to like work yeah. with everyone yeah. you play. And they got rid of their top, like, most expensive player. Remember oh, Tadic. Yeah, he's gone back no, to Ajax. Oh, well, no, no, they're well, a striker. Oh, Carello. Yeah, yeah. they bought in January. He's gone now. He was like, get out here, lads. <laughs> He's like, Southampton's muck. He's like, where's the, where's the eject button? <laughs> but, uh, like, I mean, those tr- three teams seemed... Uh, when I was watching it, I was like, Jesus, that that West, uh, sorry, that Cardiff team just don't look like they know what they're doing. I, I looked at all the three of those teams and go, Jesus, don't fancy them getting a point off anyone. Yeah, because they yeah because they just came out of nowhere to win the promotion as well, didn't yeah. they? Like, they just had a good run at the end and then all yeah, of a sudden they were like, like, next thing they know, they're second place. Yeah, so, no, I'd agree with, I'd agree with those top three. I mean, yeah. bottom three, sorry to be... Exact, but uh, let us know who you think is going to win the league, who you think is going to be top goal scorer, top four. Just let us know because uh, it's give us all those yeah. deets. Like we we're giving we we're having the balls to give this uh, predictions. Yeah, ballsy predictions to be honest. Yeah, but um, is there anything else to say about the first weekend? I'm, first of all, I'm so happy it was back. Like watching match of the yeah. day was was great. Yeah, it was it was great to see, and it was great to see. You, you know, some teams like Liverpool and City picked off exactly where they left up from. Um, I was happy enough, you know, he got three points. Yeah. Um, look, Start I strong. think I, I think it would look a lot better if they didn't concede that late goal towards the end and it was 2-0 instead of 2-1. Yeah, I know, yeah. Um, and, not, then, and then Schmeichel's headering the ball at the very, very end. I know, yeah. Imagine that went in, I would have been like, oh my God. No, you would have had a heart attack. Marino's going to be on a tightrope this whole season, isn't yeah. he? It's just like, oh, he lost and... See the press like, love oh, it. Mourinho, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, I have to bring this up. Did you see Jamie Carragher's back on Sky Sports? Yeah. Not a word said. Not no, a like, word like, said. By the way, lads, I'm back. Yeah, it's so funny how people's yeah. memory is so short that like no one even notices he's probably even gone. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's weird because like they're just like. Oh, I wonder how long will be until someone like references what he did. Spitgate, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's funny how they just they got they got Pretend him on com- Yeah, but they got him on commentary first, so then then they can see him back in. Right? Yeah, yeah, because you can't see him. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you can't see him. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. But Carragher's back, yeah. Although I like the way he does football and stuff. But, uh, yeah, like, I'm happy he's back. Well, like, obviously what he did was atrocious, but at the end of the day, for my own personal entertainment, I like him and Neville. And yeah. I want to see them, him and Neville. Yeah. It's the same thing with Conor McGregor throwing mm. the stuff through the bus. Then you're just like, yeah. I want them back. I mean, yeah. what good is Jamie Carragher not being in the game? You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, also, I want to give a shout-out to Ian Wright. Um, I was watching his sort of... Him talking about like United, and it was actually like really, really refreshing to see someone from a different club actually say how good United can be and 
compliment them when they do do well because yeah. I find every time it's a Liverpool former Liverpool player they, they'll just say like what? Stephen Madden be like no good brutal to watch yeah it's just uh, there's, a, there's a venom against them yeah. you know what I mean whereas Ian Wright was like the opposite and I was like what you know what I mean because Ian Wright back in the day was a, was that, a madman you know yeah but that's because Roy Keane threatened him in the World Cup and he's like have to support United now <laughs> yeah yeah actually speaking of Roy Keane um, Liam Miller's testimonial is going to be on I think it's September the 25th it's like a Tuesday 25th 25th yeah, yeah in uh, Parky Queeve down in Cork yeah they sold over 30,000 tickets straight away when they went online uh, myself and Ross might actually be away yeah. that week because uh, we're planning on going to Vegas if you want to listen to it um, check out the MMA show but um Unbelievable, thirty thousand and like mm. star stood the lineup Ireland against Manchester United. It's like is it, it if you watch the Champions League final in like nineteen ninety nine, that's the team we're getting from Man United, yeah. and then you're getting sort of a a slightly less retired Ireland side. Slightly less, yeah, but uh, it's amazing that thirty thousand tickets got sold straight away. Yeah, uh, Gary Neville was out actually over in Dublin, sort of promoting it as well, but. Uh, that's amazing to hear, and uh, that was a very that's a very sad situation with Lee Miller dying so yeah. young, and mm. it's crazy, you know what I mean? Yeah, when I sort of found out he got cancer, I, I sort of assumed he'd survive, and then when you actually see he dies, you're like, oh wow, I, I, like I wasn't expecting that. I just thought like, oh, he's young, he's fit, he'd be able to fight it off, but yeah. sometimes like, it doesn't go just doesn't go that way for you. Yeah, it's strange to hear a sports star dying if it's yeah. not like got to do with like, uh, like steroids or yeah, you know what I mean? It's just like. An illness that yeah. any regular person can get. It's you always feel like yeah. those those illnesses don't happen to sports yeah. stars. Like, you remember Mark Vivian Fowe, he died and it was sort of like he was uh like so fit and died in the pitch, mm. whereas you look at like you go by your local pub and there's like alcoholics who've been there the last thirty years and they get their letters and post sent to that pub yeah. and they they just won't die. Yeah. Not that I want them to die. Yeah, but, but like you some, some people can yeah. leave the most healthiest lifestyle ever and yeah. then it's like it's not meant to be and then other people can just leave the most unhealthy lifestyle and they just live forever. Yeah. It's crazy. It isn't is it? what it is. It is what it is. Um, before we go into next week fixtures, myself and Ross set up the Energized League in fantasy football. Uh, we had over like I don't know, nearly like I think it's about sixty entries. Sixty, well. seventy. I don't know. There's a lot. Realistically, if you're coming last, that's a stinger. But uh, I know it clicks onto the first page. But when I clicked onto the league, and then I saw where I was, I didn't bother looking down the bottom. Yeah. I'm in second place. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, uh, and Barry's in fifth place. No, I'm first. You're second. No, I'm joking. Um, yeah, we set it up. And then, fortunately enough, doing a football podcast, that if like if you're coming near the top, that's better than coming near the bottom. Because yeah. myself and Ross were like, imagine we were like the last two and everyone would be like, no, listen to that bleeding podcast. Two lads are terrible in fantasy yeah. football. So, also, I'm in like my work one. I'm on top of the league by like 20 points. Come on. And you know what the funny thing is, right? I was going on about how great my team was. I was like, my team's a great squad, right? And I, I, I was looking at people, and I actually had one of the lads in work coach me, how did you get all those players in your squad? And I go, here, look, what you have to do in fantasy football is, now that the league started, like, give away the secret. You go to the worst teams, and you pick their best players first. And then you look at the oh, large up. amount of money you have, and then you go, right, which good players can I get in? And that's the way I did it. Okay. I looked at, like, Salah, and it was, like, 13 million. And I was like, I can get Mane. He might score slightly less points, but like it's similar person in for 9.5 million. And it's all about picking the most goal-scoring players in the worst teams. Like Zaha was 7 million. You have to get those sort of players in first. Yeah. And then you look at the big boys. You don't buy Aguero and Salah and then go, 
right, that's a quarter of the money gone. And I have yeah. another 15 places to yeah. fill. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I sort of didn't really look at the fixtures. I looked mm. more at like what players I think yeah. are going to excel. Yeah, yeah I, I did that as well. I was like, I want to squad for the season. How like I don't have to worry about making about 40 transfers each week. Yeah. But that's not really fair the way you did better than me because like I, I, I'm meant to be the better one at the football and the MMA but now you're after taking over the football so I have to just be the better one at yeah, MMA show. I'm better at gambling and like that's what it is. You have to take a bit of a gamble on some people. That's Ruben true. Ruben Neves. That's true. But uh, we have to give a massive shout out to Jared Casey who actually has one of the Energized t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, he's coming first. He got 86 points in the first week. What did I get? You are joined second with Rowan Laleary with 83 points. Uh, <sighs> Keith McKiernan is coming fourth with 80 points and there's me sitting fifth in the first Europa League spot uh, with 77 points. So, uh, yeah, that's funny enough we actually are if you're below, if you're below that, we don't care about you. Yeah. The only problem for me is now, <laughs> no, like, hold on, hold there's on, not many no, places I can no, go. Hold. Jason Barry was ahead. Jason Barry was actually in the movie The Titanic and was actually in a load of scenes with Leonardo DiCaprio. He's living away, I think I think he's actually living in America or Australia. We were messaging him, but uh, he actually... Um, yeah, so we have uh, famous actors <laughs> following us. Yeah. <laughs> Very Jason Barry and the Titanic. But uh, yeah, I actually just wrote down a couple of people's names for fantasy football for next week. If you haven't got them in, they could be a decent shout. Ruben Navas of Wolves. Have him. Yeah, Wilson from Bournemouth. Don't have him. Okay, uh, Zaha. Have him. Uh, and then Pereira and Mane, they were both the top point scorers this week. Pereira plays for Watford. Watford. Uh, Mane obviously plays for Liverpool. Also get Richarlison in, he's great. Yeah, Richarlison definitely. Uh, two goals in his debut but um, is there anything else to say about oh yeah the winner obviously gets an Energized t-shirt imagine Jerry Casey's going to have a collection of Energized t-shirts yeah in fairness if Jerry Casey wins I'll get him something else I'll think about it don't worry we're not actually 100% on the prize but we'll do it and if we finish if I finish in the top 5 anyone who finishes above me will get an Energized t-shirt yeah but, yeah. I don't know we'll, I'm not promising the, I'm not promising everyone <laughs> in the league a t-shirt it's not a t-shirt with entry <laughs> Welcome to the nightclub Free t-shirt with entry <laughs> Yeah we're gonna have like An energised team But uh, yeah. thanks a million for Everyone for like entering it's, uh, it's just all for a bit of crack You know obviously it's free as well But um, I think we should move into The week. Quick fire Of the new football Or this week's Premier League fixtures yeah. It's good the way The Premier League's back isn't yeah. it Yeah and also The return Of Monday night football As well this week yeah. uh, Liverpool are gonna play Palace on that But we'll start off well, On Saturday on, no, no 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 uh, First of all, what did you make of the Premier League starting on a Friday? That's new, isn't it? Yeah, new, brilliant. Jose Mourinho gave out about it in typical Jose Mourinho fashion. But I would love to see Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Because then there'll be, be more days with Premier League than less. Yeah. But, so I'll go into the fixtures, but keep this in your calendars for Wednesday the 15th of August. The UEFA Super Cup is on. Uh, Champions League winners Real Madrid are taking on Europa League winners Atletico Madrid. Uh, no Ronaldo. Uh, that's on 8 o'clock what do you think of that? Well, I actually slightly fancy Atletico Madrid for this game I think they look very very good these days they have Godin and Jimenez the Uruguayan centre halves they were great in the World Cup and yeah. then they have Lamar Costa and Griezmann all very good in the World Cup I think their players play better in the World Cup than Real Madrid players did that would be a huge statement for Atletico as well yeah. wouldn't it? I think this could be a very good year for Atletico Madrid to challenge for the league yeah also Messi is the new Barcelona captain as well uh, then we'll go into the Premier League Premier fixtures. League, yeah, it's actually on, they're actually on Saturday this week. That's weird yeah. the way they didn't do it on Friday. Saturday, the 18th, kicking off Super Saturday. Cardiff City, who we predict to come last at <laughs> half 12, are taking on Newcastle. I'm going to take nil all draw. I feel like both teams won't be able to yeah. score. By the way, Shelby looked right there as well. Yeah. Um, 
I'll go Newcastle. Uh, then because Newcastle are up north, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll go Newcastle. Uh, then oh, Wales is the south, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So it's a big travel. Yeah. So actually, that was a terrible option for me. Okay, but we'll carry on anyway. Uh, Everton versus Hampton. Uh, no, Everton. Everton. Leicester versus Wolves. Leicester. Leicester. Tottenham versus Fulham. Spurs. West Ham versus Bournemouth. Draw. Draw. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I had to try and pick before you said. Yeah. <laughs> so you keep copying Baz, man. No, yeah. no, sorry, you keep copying Ross. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, big game, half five, Saturday, Chelsea versus Arsenal. Chelsea. Ar- Arsenal can't get a break here, no, man. No, Chelsea are going to give them the beat down again. Yeah, I think Chelsea are going to win. It'll be, be Kovacic's debut as well. And then uh, Super Sunday, half one, Burnley versus Watford. Ooh, draw. Watford look good. That's Burnley good. are good at home. That's a good show, actually. Uh, then, half one as well. This one's actually on the TV. Man City versus Huddersfield. Man City. Huddersfield, 4-0. Yeah, no, Man City, Jesus. And then, four o'clock, Super Sunday, Brighton versus Man U. Man United, 3-0. Man U, I'm going to go with. And then, Super Monday, it's back. Crystal Palace versus Liverpool at eight o'clock. I actually think Crystal Palace have a very good home record against Liverpool, but that Liverpool team looks too good. Liverpool get the job done. They yeah. go down to Selhurst Park and win 3-0. I, I'd go... 2-0 probably but uh, the next Energize podcast on the football won't be back until after that game so we're going to watch Crystal Palace versus Liverpool next week and then we're going to record after but uh, before we sign off that is that's the football from the week uh, Ross is great the way the Premier League is back Premier League back football podcast is back Energizer are back so guys thanks a million if you love the show tell me tell your friends tell your family Subscribe, give us a shout in the gram. We love the shout on the yeah. gram. We'll shout you back. And as always, <laughs> stay energized. <laughs>